This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Hello and welcome inside a very special edition of Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. You follow us on social media at Golf Talk Canada on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You might have noticed that we were in Spain spending time playing some great golf courses in Spain, staying in some unbelievable hotels. Now, we were there with our friends from Golf Away Tours. TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours has been on the show many, many, many times. Good friend of the show talking about planning your trip of a lifetime, whether it's Ireland, Scotland, England, anywhere in the United States is some of the great golf courses there. But we haven't really brought up Spain before and having now been to Spain. And as you'll learn throughout the next two hours, Spain has some unbelievable golf. Now, I was fortunate to be a part of this trip uh, with another colleague at TSN, Michael Harrison. Golf Away Tours was there as well some head pros and director of golf from all over the GTA. One of the gentlemen was from uh, out West in Alberta, but really got to spend some great time with a great group playing some great golf courses in Spain. Spain's probably most, most well known for Valderrama and uh, we'll get to Valderrama. We got to play Valderrama experience that place. Uh, I, I got goosebumps just thinking about Valderrama, but there's so much more in Spain, some great hotels, some great golf. And that's what the next two hours is all about. Our first stay in Spain was at the Weston La Quinta. What a great resort that is. Great location. Uh, the Weston La Quinta is as well. I discussed that and much more with the general manager of the Weston La Quinta, Alexander Pev. The Weston La Quinta Golf Resort and Spa. We just walked in here. The views are mesmerizing. For someone who hasn't been here before, Tell us about some of the views you see from your hotel room. Wow. From the hotel room, if you go upstairs, you will see basically the Mediterranean Sea at the coast. But not only this. Basically, in a very clear day like today, you almost will see two continents, Africa and Europe, and three different countries. Spain, Gibraltar, and Morocco. So it's amazing. That's unbelievable. And one thing we also noticed as well was the size of the rooms. I mean, both of us, everyone on our, on our golf trip here was jaw-dropping. Uh, talk about that feature and just how important that is, that the size of the room and everything involved in the room as well. Right. Well, uh, we are in a Westin hotel. Westin is very, very well known with the well-being philosophy, which means that we try to introduce the, let's say, the idea of biophilia, which means all the natures to try to, to try to introduce the nature somehow in our rooms in our in indoor spaces and the room the the size of the room which is above 40 45 square meters it's really important for us so we've got if you go to the room you will see quite a lot of uh, elements that uh, let's say images uh, of the of the nature you know they they match somehow the nature there are no um, square rectangle uh, angles, everything is flowing and uh, the bed is kind of twisted. Why? Because 
if you stay in the bed, you see the nature outside. If you just stay in front of the, uh, in the bed in front of the wall, you will see the wall. So that is sometime, some, some, somehow we try to work on the well-being, both physical and emotional of our guests and customers and employees as well. We mentioned the well-being of your guests and employees, and there's a lot of amenities here. You know, golf is obviously right here, but there's also, you know, fitness, spa, pool. Uh, they're all brilliant. Give us some of the features of, of some of the amenities you have here. And obviously this philosophy, as I said before, of well-being is, uh, is based on six pillars, which are sleep well, the room with the bed with the heavenly, Western heavenly bed, but it's very important, but also we've got the golf course, which, is, uh, which reinforces our uh, philosophy of move well. Then we've got the spa, the Western Heavenly Spa, which definitely works together with the, uh, with the feel well uh, philosophy that we, uh, that we embrace. And uh, obviously kids club, we've got gorgeous gardens and pools. We've got uh, the spa, in fact, is uh, 1,500 square meters with eight um, treatment rooms. A uh, lot of uh, water treatments like sauna, like uh, hammam, like jacuzzi, all this. And most of them are, are absolutely free of charge for the guests. So uh, they can enjoy it very well. <laughs> I, I think we'll definitely be enjoying that for sure. Now, you mentioned golf, and it was uh, co-designed or designed by Ryder Cup, Ryder Cupper Manuel Pinheiro. How much does it mean to have a guy like him involved yeah. with a golf course like this? Well, Manuel has been involved in the project since the beginning. I mean, the golf course is uh, older than the hotel. The golf course was built in, eight, in 1989. Uh, they, they, and from the beginning, uh, Manuel was the one who was designed the course and participated in all the restructuring and all the enhancement afterwards. So uh, Manuel is a Ryder Cup winner. Is a three-time champ, world champion, and at the time, in that time, he was one of the best players in the world. So that's why the, the ownership uh, wanted to to work with them, with him. And for us, it's a privilege. I mean, uh, without him, La Quinta probably is not wouldn't be what it, what it is now. Another great feature: the restaurants, two restaurants, two snack bars, a lounge bar. What are some of the signature dishes, if you can name a few? Uh, oh, that's that's difficult. There's quite a lot. <laughs> I have to bring the menu. Okay, I would I would say that uh, again, everything uh, around uh, the our philosophy is about some about uh, eating well and feeling well and sleeping well. So eat well is our program about the restaurant menus. And it's based always on local products and very fresh ones. So uh, in that terms, I would say probably the sea bass with Mediterranean vegetables and some very elegant um, sauce of sherry wine would be quite fine. Before we let you go, uh, the location obviously is another crucial thing as well. For those who haven't been here, there's a lot of beaches and shops close by as well. Sure. Yes, we've, we are just 10 minutes away from the famous Puerto Banús, which is an area where you can find all the uh, most famous uh, brands, worldwide known brands. Uh, you've got quite a lot of bars, restaurants, and nightlife. So if you go there, just 10 minutes away, uh, you will see the, the vibrant uh, 
let's say, life, lifestyle of, of Marbella. Very, very close and very nice to be there. Well, we're looking forward to our stay here. Uh, thanks for your time today, Alexander, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks to you, and hello to all Canada people. Come here. <laughs> Loved our stay at the Westin La Quinta. So the following morning, we got to go visit the Los Naronias Golf Club, one of Marbella's most exclusive golf clubs, as they were hosting the Andalucia Costa de Sol Open de España, which was the final event of the Ladies European Tours Order of Merit. We got to see some of the great players in the world battle out at another beautiful golf club. And for much more on this tournament and Los Naranios itself, I had a chance to go one-on-one with the general manager of that golf course, Julian Romaguera. Here at the Los Naranios Golf Club, this is the finale of the Ladies European Tour. How special is it to have that here at a venue like this? Well, it's tremendously special, especially because the club had been uh, without doing an event like this for 33 years. And uh, we are extremely, extremely happy to have uh, some of the best players in the world at the moment. As you well said, this is the final of the European Tour. Uh, we couldn't choose a better weather. And, uh, and we are we're truly proud about this, this event. You mentioned some of the best players in the world as we're recording two Spaniards in the final group heading into the third round here. Given we're in Spain, how awesome is that? It's, it's a perfect scenario for us. Uh, it is true that uh, Carlota Seganda was the, a little bit of the Spanish hero for this event. And we are missing quite a lot Azara Munoz, who is uh, pregnant and we wish her the best. And she couldn't make it from the States. But on top of that, there are certain girls that they're showing off at the same time. Uh, Ana Palaith is our very local hero from Malaga. Uh, Fatima Fernandez, who got the LPGA2 card for next year. And um, I, I, can, I can well say that, that the, the female Spanish golf is in good health. And for a tournament like this, volunteers are obviously a crucial aspect. Just how important are volunteers, and especially because we're still in a pandemic right now? I can tell you that these tournaments wouldn't be as comfortable as they are if, if we wouldn't have volunteers. We have to be thankful to, to, from the club, from all the sponsors, to all the volunteers who approached from the first minute. Uh, the, a little bit of the information we got from the LET was that this was one of the tournaments that received more uh, volunteering requests. Uh, that says a lot about the city, about Marbella, about Los Naranjos, Andalusia, and, um, and uh, well, as I said, this wouldn't be possible without them. Before we let you go, got to talk about the golf course here, some mesmerizing views. Where are some of your favorite views on the golf course? Because there are many. Well, it would be easy to say that the view from the clubhouse is just stunning. Uh, probably our 18th hole is the most photographed uh, picture in Costa del Sol and um, but I mean there's plenty of very good holes in this in this club you can go to hole number nine especially early in the mornings and if you go to the evening to hole number 13 in the sunset uh, you can you can really take very good pictures so highly recommend it for everyone who who would come this week here good to know well it's been an awesome day awesome week congratulations all the success and good luck here going forward thank you very much to you guys loved our time at the Los Andarios Golf Club on the other side, we played our first golf course during our Spanish adventure at San Roque. We'll learn all about that golf course and much more coming up next. This is our Golf Away Tours Spanish travel special right here on Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Today is our Golf Away Tours Spanish Travel Special. And the first course on our golf rota that week in Spain was at San Roque, which was an unbelievable test of golf really challenging golf courses. There are a couple courses there, the old and the new. Really love the green complexes at San Roque as well. For much more on San Roque, I had a chance to speak with the sales and marketing director of San Roque, Josue Mascunan. All right, here at the San Roque, beautiful facility, two golf courses here. Tell us about some of the differences between the old and the new course. Uh, well, yes, actually, those courses are really, really different products. Um, the old course, I would say that's the one of those places where you want to play five rounds a week. It's uh, Everything has been made to look like perfect garden. The maintenance level, I would say, is like uh, top in Spain right now. So it's one of those places where you really want to uh, be once you are retired and play really, really often. And the new course is uh, more like a, a wild experience. It's the place where you will take your buddies and have some fun. Um, I always say it's a more technical place. It's more, perhaps more tough. Some of the holes are really, really a challenge. But the combination is, is great. Now, the, the golf club recently went through renovation. Uh, tell us about the renovation and some of the changes and, and, and how, it's, how it's gone so far. Hmm. Uh, I would say it's a little bit more than a renovation. It looks like almost a brand new course. Uh, that's right that the clubhouse is the same building. Uh, but we have refurbished uh, the full premises, the clubhouse, the, the driving range, the school, the restaurant, and mainly the, the old course. The old course has been uh, rebuilt. We use the same shape. I would say that we use the bones of the original course designed by Dave Thomas, but everything else is new. The, the farways, the greens, the, the bunkering, the tee boxes, absolutely, absolutely everything has been uh, totally new. So you need to come here with eyes or thinking that this is a new course, not uh, playing the old course renovated. Now the old course uh, here has full history, hosting 15 straight European Tour Q schools, two Spanish Opens. What makes this course, in your mind, such a great test for tournament golf? Hmm. Uh, well, obviously, we are talking about uh, events that happened uh, 20 years ago. So on the perspective of those ages, those times, uh, San Roque was the first place having a kind of resort concept. We had a great accommodation where the Ryder Cup teams in 97 stayed. So I think um, in the area you might find really nice products, not only San Roque. Uh, we got best or the most difficult neighbors to, <laughs> to, be, uh, to be benchmarked with them. I would say that what made San Roque an excellent place was the, um, the hotel, the accommodation. We have two airports, we have two lovely courses, and, and on those times where uh, San Roque was one of the only places in Spain where you could get all those facilities together. Well, and on the new course, uh, Pete Dye's son, Perry, was a big part of it, as well as Seve Ballesteros. 
Uh, what was it like having these two guys involved in this project? Uh, well, you know, the, the very die or the dice designs, uh, you can recognize them. They are, mm, you know that that's a dice design. And having Sebi Ballesteros living here in San Roque, he had a house that still is owned by the family. So I can imagine how many hours Sebi was walking around and giving his opinion to, to die. I don't know how, how easy it was for Dai to, to have a Sebi as consultant uh, person here. But um, you can feel that the new course, um, for example, you can see the signature of Dai and also the signature of Sebi in some of the halls. Uh, I would say it's not easy for maintenance in terms of operation, but it's a great place to take a picture and, and the course itself looks like a special place. And before I let you go, you mentioned a great place to take a picture. Uh, so the, some of the views on the new course, spectacular to say the least. Where are your, some of your favorites and, and uh, what makes the new course just so special? Uh, when you arrive to the course and you cross the whole one, you can see the, the holes 9th and 18th. You can see the lakes, you can see a big bunker and then you can see the Mediterranean Sea behind. So you see like the contrast of three textures, the bunker, the lake, and the sea. And I think it's, uh, every morning I'm parking my car next to the hall, and I feel myself so lucky of having those amazing views. And then the hall fourth, I would say that's the most iconic hall in the new course. It's a uh, part three, where CB created his own tea box behind the black teas. He's having his own tea box, and it's a 200, 220 yards uh, part three. You need to fly over a forest of trees, and there is out of bounds all over. So I think it's uh, the views and the whole fort. It's worth of a visit to San Roque. San Roque Golf Club, two great golf courses, a lot of great facilities here. Jose, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much, and enjoy your stay in Spain. Thank you. Loved our time at San Roque. A great test of golf, and really enjoyed our first golf course uh, during our Spanish golf adventure. If you're planning to go to Spain to play golf, San Roque has to be on your list of courses to play. So next up for us was La Reserva. And I've had a chance to play a lot of golf in the wind. Ireland comes to mind. I've been to Ireland twice. And here in the GTA, the wind picks up every now and again, you know, two club, maybe a, two, maybe a three club wind in the fall or early on in the golf season. But that day at La Reserva was the windiest I have ever played in my life. The seventh hole is a par five. Uh, we have pictures of it on our social media account uh, at Golf Talk Canada. Big elevation, long par five, about 530 yards. And this, this was playing straight downwind. And you guys know me. I, I like to talk about hitting bombs out there i had a hundred yards in on on that hole and yes i did make the birdie i, I must say as well um but uh, a couple holes later uh as the back nine got underway the 10th hole which was 420 yards or so i hit driver three wood and came up short of the green just to give you a bit of an example of how the wind was that day at La Reserva, lots of great elevation changes as well, and mesmerizing views. That was a common theme during our time in Spain. Uh, for much more about golf at La Reserva, here's their director of golf, Oscar Checa. All right, Oscar, unbelievable golf course. We just played it. A big factor today was the wind. Talk to us about the wind and just how 
it can really change your experience here because of how challenging it is. Well, thanks for coming today. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, the wind is always a key factor. We are close to Gibraltar and to the Estrecho, and we are receiving winds from the Atlantic Ocean, Atlantic Ocean and from the Mediterranean from the other side. Today you, do you play with Levante. Levante is a strong wind coming from the east and affects and helps the whole, but when this again is very strong. And when we have Poniente, the coast is more friendly because coming is a, coming from inside and it's more help the players. So we got a lot of wind today. What is, would you say wind is what the course is most known for? Or what would you say the course, this golf course is most known for? Well, the course is designed to be played with wind. You can see the shape of the holes. Is you need to play the ball rolling. It's not a huge rough around the greens. You can roll the ball. And it's gonna always is going to be uh, in the mind of the, the golfers. To select the right club, you need to understand and play. It's difficult to play the course without the wind. You have always one, Levante or Poniente. It's always going to be in your uh, day. Now, there's so many challenging holes out there. But if you could pick one signature hole, what would it be? Well, we have a few ones, but for me, honestly, uh, the 18 is going to be this uh, fantastic signature hole. Last hole with a nice drive. It's demanding a draw shot from the tee and a very the precise shot from the irons with the green very elevated, which uh, is a different uh, in altitude. It's, it's two clubs, maybe, I think so. And it's a challenge hole with the clubhouse in the, uh, in the back. A lot of double bogeys made on our group uh, on that final <laughs> hole. What a great challenge uh, that was. Now, another great feature about this golf course, five tee decks, big green, so really any skill level can come out and play on this golf course. Just talk about how important that is for whether you're a scratch handicap or you're starting to play the game, has to can have the opportunity to play this golf course. Well, the tee boxes is always a key factor, especially in this course. Uh, it's a long course from the white tees is more than 3,600 uh, 3, yards so it's a challenge course um, uh, select the right tee it's uh, the most critical decision you can have uh, <laughs> in, the, in, in the day because uh, you can play from the blue you can play from the yellow the course is measured for for men's from the blue to the black and i don't recommend you to play from the black if you know <laughs> if you want to finish but uh, we we consider that uh, select the right tee and follow the direction of the starter to enjoy the golf is important. Another great factor with this golf course too is the undulation, downhill holes, uphill holes, which also means some great views. Where would you say are some of your favorite views on this golf course? Well, one of the favorite views for me is the hole number six, the tee shot. You have the, the, the sea at the end, the, the houses, all the valley and you have hitting a drive that never ends because it's always flying the ball. You can reach the 300 yards easy. It's one of the nicest views that you have. There are some eagle putts on our group uh, on that oh, hole. Yeah. Yes, yes. And actually, one of the guys in our group made his eagle putt on that hole, which is, which is awesome. The green is very challenging because it's a long hole. It's very narrow, the green, and you need to be very precise. With a very big leg in the right side, it's interesting. And on that hole, and a number of other holes too, water. Water plays a big role here. Water is in play. Uh, how big of a factor is the water in play on this golf course? Well, we have seven holes with uh, interaction with water. Um, for me, the most uh, significant is the hole number eight. That is, uh, the, all the holes have the right side uh, water hazard. And in the 15, that always is in play with the wind.
Before we let you go here, we've had a number of professional events held at this golf course. How important is that for everyone involved with hosting tournaments like this? Well, the La Reserva is committed with the professional golfer helping them. Uh, we hosted one professional men's tour, a European tour on 2014. Um, we hosted another one for the ladies, one less professional on 2019, La Reserva Invitational. And this year, and the more recently we have is the Aranco Team Series, that is also a part of a series that is played in London, New York, Soto Grande, and Jeddah. And it's helping him, the, the ladies professional to reach uh, the, the women to attract them through the golf. That is, is very important that the women understand that this is a goal, a game that they can enjoy. And it's uh, an open door for them. A special experience today. Oscar, thanks for your time. Thank you for that. Our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special continues after the break. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Today is our Golf Away Tours Spanish Travel Special. I'm Adam Scully here in studio. So we've talked about some of the golf courses we played during our Spanish adventure and Valderrama is next. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. But I mentioned the Westin La Quinta. That was the first hotel we were at. Next up for us was Via Paderna, which was mesmerizing, a beautiful, uh, beautiful hotel. That, that's for sure. Also three golf courses at Via Paderna. For much more on Via Paderna and the golf, I had a chance to go one-on-one with Renetta Siebenhofer, the Via Paderna Golf Resort. Golf Director of Sales and Marketing. Tell us where we are right now. Well, actually, we are in the heart of the Costa del Sol area. We are here at a golf club called Via Padiana Golf Club, which is part of the Via Padiana Golf Resort. It's actually the only golf resort where you have a five-star hotel with three 18-hole golf courses surrounding the hotel. So three 18-hole golf courses. We'll talk about them uh, momentarily, but first, great location here. Lots of beaches close by, a lot of towns close by. Talk about the importance of, ha- of having you know, three golf facilities with such a great location. Well, the location is really, it's a choice location. We are just uh, midway between two very, very nice uh, villages, which is Mabea and Estebona. So we have here in this area like 70 golf courses. And as I mentioned here on site, we have three uh, very different golf courses of different um, uh, difficult, um, levels and, and really for each uh, kind of player. So we have one very challenging golf course, which is Alferini, uh, which is actually it has been shortlisted to host the ladies, uh, the Open de España of the Ladies European to next year. Then we have Flamingos Golf, which is the course surrounding the hotel, which is already a championship course. It uh, hosted, it played host to the Ladies European Tour in 2010. And we have an executive course, a very short uh, golf course, ideal course for beginners, Tramores uh, course. Again, 18 holes. So you really have, for every type of player, you have uh, a wonderful option here at uh, Via Pariana. 
Amazing. We were in Marbella a couple nights ago. Spectacular to see. And you mentioned, uh, you know, having the tournament here next year. Uh, we were uh, at the tournament a couple of days ago as well. What's the importance of having a tournament like that here? Because there's so much that goes into hosting a tournament like that with volunteers and having, you know, spectators, that sort of thing. Um, talk about the importance of having a tournament like that just for the people around Spain as well to come see some of the best players in the world. Well, of course, for us, uh, in order to position ourselves worldwide, it would be wonderful to, to play host to one of those tournaments. And uh, we are running up to the Solheim Cup. So generally speaking here, the whole area is very much focused on ladies' uh, golf. So for us, it would be wonderful to play host to the Open España of the Ladies European Tour next year. So it's definitely a very, very big event for us and, and for the whole area. Okay, before we let you go, there's also a neat golf academy here that Michael Campbell, 2005 U.S. Open champion, has played a big part of. Tell us about this golf academy. Well, actually, we are very, very lucky to have him. First of all, of course, because of his successes, but also because of his personality. He's a very, very charming, a very uh, accessible person. And, of course, he had very ups and downs in life, and, and he's able to... Um, transmit his passion for golf but also what uh, it takes mentally speaking also to be to play uh, professional golf uh, we have had Michael with us since uh, 2015 he settled down in this area because uh, well for obvious reasons it's perfect for him um, since you can play golf uh, around the year and he's currently also playing on the senior tour the, the legions tour so he's uh, combining a little bit of teaching here with preparing uh, for playing professional golf again great stories and three fantastic golf courses here Renata, thanks for your time today Thanks to you. Hope to see you soon again here at uh, Via Padiana. And shortly after speaking with Renetta, we got to learn much more about Via Padiana, this time with Eduardo Cisteros. So um, we are right now in the Hotel La Nantara, Villa Padierna, Marbella, in Marbella, in the southern coast of, uh, of Spain. We are about uh, 15 minutes drive from the International Airport of Malaga. And we are in one of the most uh, shiny places in uh, sunny destinations in, uh, in Europe. We have approximately 300 days of, of sun uh, from January to December. Very mild temperatures, no, not now during the winter, but also uh, the summers are not too, uh, too hot. That's uh, a lot. To, that's amazing. I love all of that. Now you mentioned the location. There's, you know, beaches close by, you know, airports close by, like you mentioned. How awesome is it to have this location for a hotel, you know, this big this, with so many things close by? It's really brilliant because um, we are located five minutes from the beach uh, only, surrounded by three golf courses. For so for um, anyone who loves playing golf. Uh, this is really a paradise and at the same time we are not that far away from other uh, super well-known golf courses in the area like Valderrama, um, Soto Grande or, or La Reserva. At the same time we are about 12 minutes drive from the city center of, of Marbella which is a very cute um, traditional Spanish village, perfect to find the real uh, tapas places. And at the same time uh, we are close to another uh, spot called Puerto Banus which is a bit like the St. Tropez of, of Spain. It is um, a bus full of um, uh, international shopping brands and luxury, uh, luxury brands, discos, um, restaurants, a lot of uh, entertainment and, uh, and ambience uh, going on. 
and all that is just uh, reached uh, from the hotel within minutes but at the same time we are in a very quiet and tranquil location so that's uh, that, that's what, uh, what our clients love that they are a little bit hidden away from everything but uh, very close by everything and then also in the hotel there are a number of different options for bars restaurants and we're standing in one of them right now tell us about the restaurants and the bars located here in the hotel so indeed we have uh, six different outlets uh, to start with we have the beach club where we serve the best paellas in uh, in town fresh uh, fresh seafood and all that obviously on the seaside overlooking the gibraltar and the northern coast of, of morocco because we're actually not that uh, not that far away then specific for the golfers we have uh, our uh, our canteen which is called hall 55 with the best snacks quick service and uh, very good food just what uh, golfers like then we have a fine dining restaurant with uh, asian cuisine called 99 uh, sushi bar with um, already our sister restaurant in madrid with one michelin star and then here right in the building of the hotel we have um, where we are right now which is called edis bar this is our evening cocktail um, bar then we have La Lokia, which is our all our dining restaurant where we serve the best Mediterranean uh, recipes, and our fine dining winter restaurant, which is called La Veranda, with uh, much more sophisticated uh, recipes with a menu changing per uh, per season. And the last one is our pool bar located at the pool. It is called La Pergola, and that's where to have a light snack together with a healthy or a fresh juice, um, fresh uh, squeeze juice. Okay, right at the end there you mentioned healthy, and that's where we go to the amenities because, you know, staying at a hotel, you want to stay fit, you want to go to the spa. There's so many different amenities in this hotel. Tell us about some of them. Yeah, indeed for us, uh, being at an Antara hotel, the wellness is, uh, is a very important pillar. Uh, to start with, we have uh, an amazing spa of 2,000 square meters and 10, uh, and 10 treatment rooms. All the Anantara standards are, uh, are in place and we have uh, an amazing program of uh, wellness, uh, wellness programs. People who come here to wait uh, a bit of loss, um, skip smoking or skip uh, tobacco and also people who combine a lot of, especially during now the golf season, combine uh, obviously playing golf with treatments to, um, to perform better or to heal from certain uh, injuries that the golf sometimes uh, cause. Our gastronomy is very healthy um, because it is very much based in the Mediterranean diet, which is supposed to be one of the most, uh, the healthiest ones in the in the world. All our products, all our suppliers are coming from uh, almost the neighborhood or the provinces uh, nearby. So by default, we just we only know how to cook uh, healthy because it is also in our in the roots of our in our, of our culture. And indeed, um, the amenities that we also use uh, in the rooms, talking about cosmetics or also. Um, and in products that we that we use are very much um, uh, health inspired, wellness inspired. So many exciting things in this hotel. We've been here one night, uh, two more nights for us. We're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much for uh, being here, and uh, yeah, hope that uh, everyone else uh, can join you very soon. Loved our time at the Via Paderna. Coming up after the break, an in-depth look at Balderrama, one of the great golf courses on the planet. This is our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. 
No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Wrapping up hour one, the front nine here on GTC. Today is our Golf Away Tours Spanish travel special. I'm Adam Scully. Okay, when you think golf in Spain, Valderrama has to be up there. And they don't call it the Augusta of Europe for nothing. Yes, that's what they call Valderrama. This place, special is one way to put it. Uh, goose, like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about walking onto the property at Valderrama. Uh, this place has hosted so many great golf tournaments, including the 1997 Ryder Cup. Yes, it was held there, as well as European Tour events. We actually played Valderrama about six weeks after the European Tour was held there. And just to tell you how hard this place is, Matthew Fitzpatrick won that week. His score for four rounds, six under par. It's not the longest golf course in the world. If you miss the fairway, you're chipping out sideways. You'd never try the hero shot, as, as some call it. Uh, we, we had caddies that day at Valderrama, and he was directing you sideways if you put it in the trees, which for some of us, maybe all of us, uh, hitting fairways uh, was very challenging that day at Valderrama. If you go to Spain, Valderrama is a must play. Some of the great golfers uh, in the world have really enjoyed Valderrama and have had a lot of success at Valderrama. It was just certainly a great experience, one that I will never forget. After playing Valderrama, I had a chance to catch up with their CEO and general manager, Javier Rivierco. All right, here with Javier, the general manager of Valderrama, one of the top golf courses in the world. We just got to play it, just stepped off it. What an unbelievable experience. For those who haven't been here yet, tell us about why Valderrama is so challenging. <laughs> well, I would say it's a combination of many things, you know. It's, uh, it's an absolutely uh, beautiful uh, cork tree park, really. It's, it's, we have 5,000 cork trees, so, so the layout is spectacular. We have sea views. We have uh, an incredible Robert Trent Jones uh, senior design, uh, and then, you know, we're proud to have one of the probably the best uh, agronomists uh, in the world, and uh, the maintenance is top level. So, when you when you mix all this this combination, I mean, in the end, it's a it's a great golf course. It's a golf course that you can walk, that you can enjoy uh, the ride, and uh, I think uh, I think there are many things that make Valderrama special. You know? Well, one of the things for sure is the greens. The greens were immaculate, very quick and perfect speed. But if you could pick one hole, I know it might, this might be hard. What would you say is your favorite hole here at Valderrama? My favorite hole here is number 11, the par 5. Um, I really like the, the green. That green was redesigned uh, three years ago. I really like the fact that you're hitting, um, you're hitting it towards the sea when you, when you hit your second shot. And the the tee shot with all the bunkering is quite spectacular. So it's it's not one of the most famous holes on at Valderrama. Number four, number seventeen are a lot more famous, but uh, I like eleven a lot. Awesome, good to know. Okay, well the pros were here as we're recording this about a month, month and a half ago when Matthew Fitzpatrick went on to win. Uh, how impressive was his? tournament that week you know he was i believe six under par for four rounds to win the golf tournament obviously not a very high score on a challenging golf course like this how impressive was that uh, tournament for him well i think matt's played great um he was very very steady uh, he, he missed very few fairways i think that's one of the keys to playing valderrama 
I always say that Valderrama is, is like playing 36 par threes, you know, because the tee shots are also, you need to be very precise. It's like hitting into a green, you know. So he was very, very good off the tee and uh, got himself in good position for his second shots. And six under Valderrama, I mean, normally, I mean, some years we've had this tournament with a plus plus score, you know, the, as the winner. So uh, I think it was quite impressive that uh, they was able to shoot six under huh, for four rounds. Totally, and another guy who's played well and won here three times is Sergio Garcia, obviously mm -hmm. a local legend around here. He's had many nice words to say about uh, about Valderrama. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Sergio and his love here for Valderrama? Because, I mean, a lot of players in the world, Rory McIlroy and many other players, have just spoke glowingly about Valderrama. Well, Sergio is a, is a member. He's a friend of us. Um, he, likes to, he likes to play Valderrama. He always says it's his favorite golf course in the world. I think it's a golf course that really suits him because... Um, it's about uh, strategy, it's about uh, precision, it's about short game. So all the good things that he has, you know. And uh, I think he really enjoys playing here because he knows he's got a big advantage with how precise he is with his driving, you know. So, um, yeah, Sergio is a great ambassador of Valderrama. He, he always speaks very highly of the course. As you say, he's won three times. He is the only Spaniard to win at Valderrama. So we're really happy to have him as a member and, to, and for him to speak so well about Valderrama is, uh, makes us very proud. And now, in the past Ryder Cup, in the last Ryder Cup, I should say, Sir, uh, Sergio partnered a lot with John Rahm. And John Rahm, obviously one of the top players in the world. What's it like to see a guy like John Rahm, who's from Spain, now have success on the PGA Tour? Well, it's fantastic because in the end, Spain is a small country, you know. We don't have that many golfers here. But we, it, we seem like, uh, it seems like Spanish golf seems to produce uh, superstars all the time, you know. And it's, it's really quite amazing. It's difficult to, to explain and to understand because... You know, in the end, we're like 300,000 golfers, you know, and 300 golf courses in all of Spain. But it's obvious that uh, that John is, is really, really is, is, is something special. I mean, he, he's a winner. He, he's a killer when he's on, on, you know, when he can win. He's got all the shots. He's, a, he's got a great short game, a great, great attitude, great mind. Um, and it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a coincidence that he's number one in the world. I mean, he's, he, he's deserved it, you know. So I think, I think for Spanish golf to have somebody like John Ram is is going to be really really good. It's gonna it's the best way to promote the game. You know, to have superstars. It's happened with tennis with Rafa Nadal, and I think John could really uh, could really be the you know the figure to to look up to for the next generations. 100%. Okay, before we let you go, obviously we enjoyed just a marvelous day here at Valderrama, and people will watch and listen to this interview from coast to coast and think, I want to go and play Valderrama. And there are guest windows here at Valderrama. Tell us about some of those guest windows and when people could come out and play. Yeah, so, yeah, as you, as you well said, we're, we're a private club, but uh, we have a policy uh, you know, that allows visitors from all over the world, and we will always we keep this policy. We're proud to be a, a, a focal point for our tourism in the area. A lot of people come from all over the world to play Valderrama. So, yeah, we have, uh, we have uh, 60 times uh, per day, during, from Monday to Friday, available for visitors. Uh, obviously, in high season, it's, it's not so easy to get a booking. We're, we're quite full. But uh, if you do it in advance through our website or for one of our partners, uh, we're happy to host you. I'm happy to welcome people from, from all over, you know. Well, we enjoyed a spectacular day here at Valderrama. One we will never forget. Uh, Javier, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. <laughs> Anytime. That wraps up hour one of our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special. Again, Valderrama, what an unbelievable treat that was. And hope to get back there at some point uh, to play 
Valderrama. On the other side, we'll learn much more about golf in Spain. We'll be joined by TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours, who, yes, of course, organized this entire thing. We'll debrief the whole trip. What an unbelievable time that was. But coming up next to kick off the back nine here on GTC, we'll learn about Finca Cortesine. They're hosting the next Solheim Cup in 2023. We'll learn all about that golf course and much more next. This is our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Welcome back inside Hour 2, the back nine here on Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Today is our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special what a time we had in spain with our friends from golf away tours just spoke about playing valderrama as many refer to it as the augusta of europe that's a day i will never forget now the day after we played valderrama we played another unbelievable golf course called finca cortesine now finca cortesine was a very different golf course than valderrama a little longer, maybe a little more open uh, from tea to green, challenging green complexes again. That was a, a big theme throughout the trip, as well as unbelievable views. If you go to Spain, you'll get some great pictures. Uh, Spain is just unbelievable. And Finca Cortezine was another great test of golf. And another great thing, a cool thing about Finca Cortezine, we'll be watching them on television for the 2023 Solheim Cup. Yes, Finca Cortesine is hosting the 2023 Solheim Cup. So it'll be awesome to watch many of the best players in the world on the ladies' side playing Finca Cortesine in the Solheim Cup, one of the great events on the golf calendar. And having a chance to play this golf course, it sets up awesome for match play. Some great short par fours where if you want you can take them on and try to drive the green or drive pretty close to the green if you have the distance or maybe lay up in the fairway to your favorite wedge number and go from there i'm really excited to see finca cortezine in action uh and really enjoyed our day at finca cortezine we had some wind but again sunny and another marvelous day in spain at finca cortezine for much more on this golf course i had a chance to catch up with finca cortezine general manager of golf and leisure operations francisco de lancaster david we just finished playing finca cortezine what a challenge we had a great time for those who haven't been here tell us about the golf course and some of its strengths well it's an amazing golf course uh it's designed by cabo robinson uh he's done quite a few tournaments 
uh, in this re- uh, few golf courses in this region. And um, as you said, it's it's a great challenge. Uh, we've been host of the World Volvo Match Play in three years, and uh, I'm very excited for the Solheim Cup. You mentioned it right there, Solheim Cup 2023. We're so excited to see it, too. What's your excitement level for the Solheim Cup coming here in 2023? Well, it's great. We've, we've just had the announcement of... Uh, uh, Susan Peterson as the captain for the European to- for the European team a couple of days ago. Um, we're for us uh, we can contribute to to golf in Spain. Uh, obviously, the values of the Solheim Cup are very special. They're aligned with Finca Cortesin as well. Equality, sustainability. Uh, Susan is also a ambassador for Geo Foundation. So for us, it's it's a great tournament to host, um, and we hope the legacy will stay for a long time. Now, hosting a tournament of this magnitude is so much more than just golf. There's grandstands, there's hospitality tents, there's fans, there's volunteers. What's that process been like? I know we're early on here as we record, but what's that process been like dealing with everything around the golf as well? Yeah, we we've we've started to have all those discussions with the promoters and the other stakeholders of the event, and uh, as you said, there's a lot to plan. Uh, we're lucky that we have a, a huge piece of land around us, um, but from from the next couple of months, we'll get more into it and more into the detail. But there's a lot of uh, moving pieces that you have to make sure they're right, uh, and we will for sure be ready for it. Now, we just finished playing the golf course moments ago, and a lot of us in our group here spoke about how great this is going to be for match play. But in your mind, what makes this course such a great match play venue? I think it's the, the risk-reward holes. Uh, you have quite a few uh, par fours where, where you can reach um, if you want to. Um, the par fives as well. Every single hole is very strong on its own. Um, we saw it in the World Volvo Match Play events. Uh, the excitement of the players and the strategy and the decision-making they have to do. Um, We were lucky to have Susan uh, here the other day and go around the golf course with her. And um, it's great to see that she thinks the same as well. Uh, But obviously we'll we'll have to make sure we set it up uh, as Susan uh, would like to see it as well. And um, yeah, it's just a great, great match play uh, golf course. Now, what do you think hosting a tournament of this magnitude will do for Spanish golf? Because the entire world is going to be glued to their TV sets if they're not actually here on the property watching the Solheim Cup that week. So what do you think this will do for Spanish golf overall? I think it can have a really uh, positive impact. We've seen it with the Ryder Cup in, um, in Valderrama. Um, it was a big boost for golf in Spain. Uh, it can also act as a motivator. Uh, for Spanish golfers. Uh, we have the example of John Ram. So John Ram actually, uh, his first tournament that he went in person was to the Ryder Cup at Valderrama and uh, see where he is now, world number one. So hopefully the Solheim Cup can act the same way uh, to inspire uh, new golfers, uh, male or female, uh, in Spain. And maybe in 20 years' time we'll have another amazing uh, golfer because of an event like this. Well, 2023, not too long way. We're so excited to be back, hopefully, in person to see the Solon Cup. Francisco, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. And for much more on Finca Cortesine, 
and the Solheim Cup coming up in 2023. I also spoke with Alicia Garrido. How excited are you at this point? Well, this is a dream for us. You know, it's the first time in history that the Solheim Cup will come to Spain. We have quite a few Spanish players that are on top of the rankings. So we hope to have at least two players in the European team in 23. And I think the venue, Finca Cortesín, here in Costa del Sol, in south of Spain, in Andalusia, will be a great venue. I think we will be the best host ever in Europe. <laughs> Well, one of those uh, reasons for being a good host is the grandstands because there's thousands of people, especially around that first tee. How are the early preparations going for making sure that thousands of fans can come and see the Solon Cup every day? Well, that's a tough work, I have to say. And Finca Cortesin is not easy for that, but I have to say we are working hard with them. We have a very good team and we have two years' time to prepare everything. So we are preparing plenty of paths crossing uh, between one hole and another one. There will be plenty of grandstands and we have plenty of space around Finca Cortesin. So I think the experience for spectators will be great, not only because of the venue, but also because of the ambience, the, the weather. Here in Spain in September is great, it's always sunshine shining, and we have plenty of culture, uh, a great gastronomy. I think this will be a completely different Solhi Cup. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sun, 320 days of the year. You just love to see that. But in terms of around the golf course, you mentioned it a little bit. For, for spectators, what is there to do around the golf course? Because I know there's so much in terms of restaurants and, and views as well. Yeah, that's, we are working hard on, on F&B. We are trying to get some typical Spanish food for foreign spectators. But obviously, we will have also international food. So we want to create a special... Um, a gastronomic event apart from golf you know I think that will be something different to any other event in the world because here in Spain you know our culture is living outside and, and enjoying uh, food and enjoying people and I, I think it will be a very friendly Solheim Cup. Before we let you go, we're standing here in Spain. We know how awesome it is. For someone who's watching this interview and says, hey, I want to go to the Solheim Cup in 2023, where can they find more information? Well, all the information is at the website, solheimcup2023.eu or solheimcup.com. And there you can buy tickets, you can search for the best accommodation, you can prepare your transfers, you can, you can get some merchandise. So you have everything there at the website. And we are just... Uh, wanting to to help everybody and and we we want plenty of people coming from especially from america because we want to open this market for people from other other countries you know i think this is a great opportunity to show how andalusia can be the best golfing destination in the world the countdown is on solheim cup 2023 coming to spain for the first time thanks for your time today thank you very much Really excited to see the 2023 Solheim Cup at Finca Cortesin. Coming up on the other side, we'll recap our experience in Spain at our last hotel and the final golf course we played during our time in Spain. This is our Golf Away Tour Spanish Travel Special right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one.
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. Welcome back inside our Golf Away Tour Spanish Travel Special here on Golf Talk Canada. I'm Adam Scully. Okay, so we've spoken about the first four golf courses we played at, as well as the first two hotels we stayed at during our Spanish adventure. Now, let's recap the last hotel and the last golf course we played, starting with Hotel Don Pepe, located in Marbella, mesmerizing views, walking uh, into your room, looking out on the water, great restaurants as well, unbelievably huge lobby, many different amenities, unbelievable big pool setup where you can, you know, sit out by the pool, maybe get a good tan, maybe enjoy a nice breakfast, lunch, or dinner. This place, unbelievable. For much more on the Hotel Don Pepe, I chatted with, with their director of sales, Monica Garcia Muntadas. We just arrived here alongside Monica and Monica. Our first impression walking into the rooms was amazing, jaw-dropping, incredible. For those who haven't been here, tell us about the views they get walking into their rooms in this hotel. Yeah, I, thank you for your time and thank you for your interest in our destination. Yeah, Don Pepe, it's a hotel, it's a, it's a five-star hotel and it's located in the city center. And the key point of the hotel, as you can see, is the location. From the views of the balcony and the terrace, you can see the amazing Mediterranean view. And if the weather is fine, you can see the north of Morocco. Then from your terrace or balcony, you can see another continent. And it's a very exclusive view from the hotel. And we have direct access to the beach. And we are a resort, but we are located very close to the city center. And we are a 10 minutes walking distance to the, to the old town, the uh, city center, the boutiques, the, the shops. The location is the, the, the key point of the hotel. Yeah, 100%. And another key point, you know, COVID-19 has created, call it new normals. But tell us about the Stay Safe program here and what it's all about. Melia. Well, after the COVID situation, Melia was working in a hard program, it's certificate by Bureau Veritas. And as you know, we have new rules and new restrictions, like when the, the client arrives, we check the temperature, we have the screen in the reception, uh, we have the social distance in the restaurant, we extend the restaurant in the other part in order to offer to the clients more social distance. We have points of um, hydrogelic uh, gel, we have the, the, the lifts with different, uh, only one people in, in every elevator, uh, the hygienic for the, for the rooms. We put the stick in order to inform to the client that the room is disinfected. That it's a very hard uh, program that Melia, Melia has from the COVID-19. Now, being here in the hotel only for about an hour or so now, we haven't had a chance to test the restaurants, but there are a lot of options here. Tell us about some of them and what it's all about. Yeah, we are very lucky with the gastronomic offer. We have different options. We have our main restaurant, R. R. it's the grill. Uh, we opened this restaurant uh, in, 90, in November 19, and it's an amazing restaurant with a show cooking. The, the client can enjoy of the meat, fish, vegetables, and the chef cook and explain to the clients the, the elaboration of the, of the menu. Then we have the new point, Audrey. Audrey 
Audrey, it's a lobby bar with the, the terrace and we can offer during the, the day some snacks, some lunch, some cocktails. And then in the summertime, we have Bardot. Bardot is an amazing pool club. It's a restaurant uh, open only in summer, but we offer amazing paellas, fresh fish, and the clients love the, the option. And close to the pool, uh, to the sea and to the pool, we have uh, cappuccino. It's an amazing area for a cappuccino during the morning or a cocktail during the night. And we have tiny, it's an amazing Japanese restaurant. Then different options for the clients. Many different options for sure. Now another service that we actually just walked through it is this uh, red level lounge, if you will. Uh, fill us in on what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Well, the Grand Melia Hotels, in Melia we have different brands. Grand Melia is the most luxury brand and we offer to the clients the red level. This is like an added value to the state, to the clients and they can enjoy this amazing lounge open from uh, in low season 11 to night with drinks, appetizers. And in summer times we offer uh, the private breakfast from nine and it's open uh, as well until nine. Then red level is added value because we offer the access to the lounge but we offer renovate rooms private and uh, check-in and check-out in this area then they have it's like the client enjoy a luxury hotel inside a five-star hotel fantastic now before we let you go many amenities of course in this hotel spa fitness pool but also the kids club talk about the importance of that especially for families staying here yeah. the parents love this service yeah, you know, we are a, a, bit, a, a bit resort in Marbella, but we are a very family hotel. The Red Level Lounge, it's, it's, fam it's for families as well. And for us, it's very important. In summer, uh, we have a, a lot of clients coming from every year ago with the kids, and they love this service. And we, we offer during the whole day uh, activities in the pool, in the beach, Olympic games, uh, cooking class. Then they, they love this service because the, the kids are, are amazing with the activities, and the parents can rest in the pool or in the restaurants. Well, we've loved our time here so far, and we can't wait to stay a couple more nights. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Loved our stay at the Hotel Don Pepe. Loved our stay at all three hotels during our unbelievable Spanish adventure. Okay, time to get to the final golf course of our adventure, Real Club de Golf Soto Grande. And this place was a little different than the other golf courses, but in a great way. Lots of water in play, so it was challenging in that sense. Some elevation changes, especially early on on the front side and on the back side as well. Some great drivable par fours, as well as long par fives that were certainly uh, of challenging nature. And it was just an, it was just a great time at Real Club de Golf Soto Grande. Again, we had some great weather, probably 15 degrees Celsius or so. We were told it was seasonably maybe a little cool, but... For us, that time of year, we just wanted to get out of the cold of Toronto, and we really enjoyed our time at Soto Grande. For much more on this great golf course, I spoke with their manager, Casca Orno Aluspe. All right, Casca, so we're just off the golf course here. Had a remarkable day. For those who haven't been here before, tell us about this golf course and what it's all about. Uh, good morning. Uh, obviously, you just have the experience to, to play uh, this uh, jewelry. Uh, is uh, the first Robert Trenyon's design in Europe in 1964. And uh, the course has been uh, refurbished uh, in 2015 and 16, going back, taking the whole design uh, that Robert Trenyon's did. And over the years, obviously, uh, he had changed. And uh, we managed to, after a big, big investment, uh, 
uh, full refurbishing of the golf uh, to go back to the original design. So uh, I think, well, as always, when we talk about all Robert Trent Jones, we all knows uh, we all know what uh, their goals is a is a ve very uh, open course, uh, but at the same time uh, very challenging. Uh, it can be played by many uh, different type of uh, players. But obviously, the getting to the greens and approaching to the to the flag is going to be a challenge, and uh, those big greens uh, surrounded by bunkers is a, is a big, uh, big, big challenge for the for the player. It certainly is. Now you mentioned Robert Trent Jones there, and he is obviously synonymous for designing courses around the world. But you mentioned it there, first ever course he's designed in Europe. How special is it that your golf course here is the first course he's ever designed in Europe? Well, I think he's one of the and and. I think more than that. I think when uh, Robert Trujillo said that uh, probably uh, Real Club de Golf Soto Grande is one of the top five uh, courses uh, over his 500 designs, uh, is even bigger. No? It's not uh, just the matter that it was the first uh, Robert Trujillo design in Europe, but for him uh, is uh, the, the over the top uh, five golf courses he ever designed. So it can be a better introduction uh, for a club to have. Uh, uh, the name of Robert uh, uh, Robert Trillions, and obviously when the clients come and 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 enjoy the course, they really feel what what is it all about. I mean, uh, it's an experience, and and uh, I always uh, encourage people to come here and have the this this experience once in a lifetime. Huh? Well, you mentioned people coming here. I'm just going to run down some names of guys who have won here before. Seve Ballesteros, Jose Maria Olatabo, Roberto Di Vincenzo, Sergio Garcia, Padraig Harrington, Rory McIlroy. Many of the great players in the world, uh, both past and present, what does it mean to you to have so many players who are very prominent in the world of golf who have won on this golf course? Well, it's fantastic. I think we have um, uh, two groups. Uh, the first group that you mentioned, Seve Ballesteros, uh, uh, Roberto De Vicencio, they won uh, as professional when uh, when we host the the Spanish uh, professional tournament here in in Real Soto Grande, uh, and the rest of them, Sergio, Makiro, Harrington, uh, Laurie, all those uh, juniors who came here to play the nation Copa Jerez, now the Copa Soto Grande, the Nation Cup, uh, is fantastic. They they came here when they were 18, 16, 17 years old. And they really uh, well, was a big achievement to, to be able to win here. But the most special thing that uh, they, te they tell us still, uh, they were here about a few weeks ago in Valderrama playing the, the Valderrama Masters. And, and we, we, we had a chance to talk to some of them, like um, Emilio Miglozzi, who also won a few years ago. Uh, they, they are really, really uh, touched by the place, by the, by the club. And they came here after the tournament in Valderrama to, to have a coffee and to, to get back to those memories uh, that they really have a special moments in their amateur careers. And uh, our, our club is, is um, one of the biggest goals is to keep promoting the amateur uh, biggest tournament, uh, trying to help them to get into the next level as a pro. So that's one of our biggest uh, goals. Yeah. So we just played the golf course. We got off probably 20 or 30 minutes ago, and there were a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great varieties in the holes. Water's in play on a lot of the holes. But if you could pick a favorite hole of yours, maybe the, the, the signature hole here, what would it be? In my, well, we have a lot. Uh, but sure do. Obviously, the seventh hole is something special. Uh, that little hole uh, is not the longest one, not even close to that. 
but the second shot is special. Is uh, you need to be accurate. You need to be you need to be the perfect spot in the fairway, and and uh, the the little win that might have uh, is really tricky to find out uh, the the club. That's special. Obviously, the we have different corners here: 12, par 5, 13, 14, or 16, 17, 18. Those three closing holes, in my opinion. Are, are are amazing. I mean, 16 is a hole that with the, with the newer design, uh, we took in place the water getting into the green. We have a, a different flag positions that give us the opportunity to make a completely different hole. And uh, well, yeah, those 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 three corners, you know, seven, uh, 12, 13, uh, 16, 17, 18 is fantastic. Well, we really enjoyed our time here at this golf course, Costco. Thanks for your time today, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much, and you're always welcome. Really enjoyed our day playing at Soto Grande. So that's all five golf courses and all three hotels we stayed at in Spain. It was a great trip and one I will certainly never forget. And I'm looking forward to getting back to Spain someday, hopefully very soon. Thanks to our friends at Golf Away Tours for setting it all up. Now, speaking of Golf Away tours tj rule organized this trip to spain he is our friend from golf away tours tj rule is going to join us after the break where we'll discuss how this trip came together all of the details involved with this trip we'll talk about our great times we'll reminisce about spain we'll talk about what's next this is our golf away tour spanish travel special right here on golf talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. Welcome back inside our Golf Talk Canada Spanish Travel Show. I'm Adam Scully here in studio. Well, we've learned all about the different hotels we stayed at, the golf courses we played at, but how about the man who put it all together? Now joining us, TJ Rule, a friend of the show from Golf Away Tours. TJ, welcome to the show. Can you believe it's been a couple months since we were in Spain? I know, time flies, isn't it? But uh, thanks for having me on the show, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. And now we had you on just, I think it was the week before we went to Spain when we were at that swing golf lounge with Mark and Bob. For you, what was it like to put this trip together, A, with 12 guys and B, in a pandemic? Well, it's interesting because obviously the last couple of years has been a bit strange with, with travel and golf travel and uh, not a lot going on. Um, but, you know, a lot of destinations are desperate to get people back and um, Spanish tourism came to us, uh, basically said, you know what, well, we want to we push 
um, you know, Canadians traveling to Spain and can you help us out? Uh, they knew that we had the, the connection with the PGA of Canada uh, and with yourselves at uh, Golf Talk Canada and thought it was a great opportunity to get people over there, see their awesome destination. And they had some, some obviously capability to host us and, and some excitement to host us. And so that's how it all came together. Uh, started, I guess, you know, six months prior or whatever, when uh, they, they approached me. And then it was a matter of putting together a great itinerary that I knew would show off the area as well as, as it needed to be. Uh, I'd been there a few times before myself and uh, kind of knew the courses and, and hotels that we wanted to see and, and explore. Um, and then obviously my partner's there. Uh, you guys all got to meet Beatrice from Marvelous Golf who helped us out, put it together. Uh, was fantastic putting all the uh, all the details together of the itinerary. And then obviously it was just, uh, you know, inviting some, some key people that we thought would uh, not only enjoy the trip, but also uh, benefit from it in terms of learning about the destination and, and wanting to bring people back to see it, um, bring their members back. So that's how it all came together. It came together actually pretty quickly. And, uh, uh, you know, given the times and the pandemic and, and uh, difficulties with travel, I think it, uh, it worked out well. We were lucky to kind of beat the Omicron, I guess, um, and get over there before that happened. But uh, anyway, it all uh, came together nicely. It sure did. And yeah, you know, timing is everything. That's for sure. What we will get to the golf courses shortly. And I haven't spent a lot of time on the show talking about the group we had on there. But I remember during the final night, we were in Spain, you and Ron Judge, your, your partner as well, spoke about how this was one of, if not the best you know, groups we've had together, you know, on a trip like this, it was basically head professionals, uh, one guy from out in Alberta, everyone else basically in the GTA, and then two media members, myself, and Michael, the hound dog Harrison, uh, just at how much does does a group like this uh, make a trip this this much special? Because, you know, I, I pinch myself now saying, you know what, I was in Spain two months ago. Yeah, you know what, um, so I've done a number of fam trips, I call these fam trips, familiarization trips to different destinations, um, you know, Ireland in the past. And uh, we did that a few times. And I've always had really good luck with the people that I invite along. And a lot of them I know uh, prior to inviting them, but some I don't, uh, like like Maddie Johnson out in, at Royal Mayfair in Edmonton. Uh, it's the first time meeting him, but uh, fit, fit into the group like a glove. Uh, you know, and when I, when I put this all together and, and was inviting people and later in the process inviting people to fill out the group and they say well who, who's going on the trip and i mentioned the list and i'm like oh my god that's an incredible list of people right and it just turned out that way like everybody got along obviously it's a small industry and people know each other and uh but this group obviously was just so easy to get along with um so easy to lead uh you know there's no uh pretense with anybody it was just very very comfortable everybody knew um you know what they were doing there and and uh, it just made made the group really uh, easy to deal with. And, it, you know, it, from my perspective, leading the group, uh, it took a lot of stress off uh, and uh, it made it really easy. Now, we went as, a, uh, you know, 12 guys and I was watching your Golfway Tours webisode with a couple of the guys on the trip. And they they made possibly the recommendation going forward that this could also be a great couples trip because, yes, the golf is outstanding. But there's so much more, you know, the, the food, the, the walks we did, everything tourism related. This could also be a great couples trip, couldn't it be? Absolutely. And, and it is. And it has been. We've had a number of couples groups and, and women's groups go over there. Um, and it's, it's equally good for everybody because there's so much to offer. And obviously, if you get the hardcore golf groups, you've got the great golf of Valderrama and 
uh, think of Cordeson and Soto Grande. I mean, how difficult did that course play, right? I mean, you really had to golf your ball around there. So if you want some really challenging golf, it's there. But man, there's so much other golf there in, in the region that we didn't obviously didn't get to see, but uh, there's some great stuff there. But outside off the golf course, the experiences, some of the experiences we got to enjoy um, and some that we didn't um, really add to uh, add to a golf trip to the Costa del Sol for sure. We're with TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours. Now, TJ, you mentioned Valderrama. And for a lot of us going on this trip, you think Spain, Spanish golf, you think Valderrama. And it's one of the top courses in the world, one of the top courses in Europe. You had played it before this trip, correct? Correct. Okay. So, yeah. So for a lot of us, it was our first time uh, there. What I felt stepping onto that course, and I'm even getting it now, was chills. Like you could just feel the history stepping onto the course. Uh, How would you compare your experiences playing Valderrama this time around versus your previous experiences? Uh, Every time I go there, I get uh, more and more impressed with the whole um, experience. So it's not just the golf course. Obviously the golf course is very, very good. Um, you know, it's tough as nails, a pretty tight golf course, uh, but playable, right? You're not going to lose a lot of golf balls. You get your, you might, you might be chipping out from the trees a few times, but <laughs> you're not going to lose any. And, uh, you know, a lot of challenge around the greens, um, but a really fun golf course to play, uh, despite being very challenging. Um, but to me, it's, it's the experience there as well. You pull in, uh, to the parking lot and it's, it's pretty quaint. It's not, it's not grand. It's not big. It's got a beautiful clubhouse, um, a nice, easy pro shop with a, a guest locker room off to the side that you can get ready in. You walk out the back door of that you're right on the driving range. Um, really good setup on the driving range and, you know, chipping area. And then, you know, just over to the first or 10th tee uh, right next to that. And it's very, it, it's cozy and it's, uh, it, it's got a really cool feel and it, and you can tell that you're at a, you know, a high-end club and a, you know, a private club and it feels like that private club experience, but they treat you so well. They've got a great caddy program there. Um, it's just, it's very professional. And that's what I love about it is when I, you know, when I take groups there, I don't have to worry about them being impressed with Valderrama. You know, it's going to be a great experience. Everybody's going to enjoy it. Even if you get beat up on the golf course and don't play great. Um, it's just a great experience. And then afterwards being able to, you know, have a, have a beverage uh, there on the, on the patio overlooking the course. It's, it's just a special place. And it was cool for us too, because we were there six weeks maybe or so after the European tour had been playing there and I remember texting the group because uh, Golf Channel was replaying it about a week or two later and it looked like we had a couple of the Sunday pins which was nice including on that 17th hole which maybe Valderrama is is most known for and TJ I want to say that you and I I didn't play great golf in Spain but I think you and I were the only ones to par uh, the 17th hole on that day it was, it was just an incredible experience yeah and that that boy that 17th and you're right those those pins i was watching that uh, that replay of the andalusia masters and um i think we had all of the sunday pins we certainly had the four the last four holes i was watching they were all this uh, the same pins we had um and boy that pin on 17 i mean you know it was so cut so close to the waterfront left um more than one person in our group putted it into the water and and i nearly did because i played safe with my third shot hit it kind of back right of the green i probably had 50 feet down the hill and as soon as i hit it i said go and then i said whoa (laughs) i was imploring it to stop and it went 15 feet by and another two feet and it would have rolled into the water it was uh crazy how fast those greens were rolling how tough they were playing but 
uh, super fun. What a great experience. Uh, what a great experience. It's for sure. We're with TJ rule from golf away tours. Now Valderrama was called the headliner of the trip. And, you know, we've heard about all the other golf courses throughout the first 90 minutes or so of our show, but the, uh, one of the other ones for sure, Finca Cordesine who's hosting the Solheim cup in a couple of years. Now, was this your first time at Finca or had you played there before as well? No, no, I've been to all the places we went to. Okay. Finca is, uh, I'd, I've, I'd played it a couple times before um, and, and toured the hotel a few times um, with groups. But uh, yeah, what a special place that is. And it's, you know, the hotel itself, aside from the golf, the hotel itself is, I, I like to call it six star because it's just that next level, right? Where you go up, um, you know, a little bit away from, from the towns or from the, uh, from the sea. Um, but you get uh, an incredible experience up there, up on the hill with some incredible views, um, you know, some beautiful pools. Some of the rooms have their own private pools. Uh, it's just they have a beautiful spa there with an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. Just the whole experience there is, like I say, six star. The food's very good as well. Um, and then the golf itself uh, is challenging. <laughs> keep going back to that, but, um, but it's a kind of course where you can kind of pick your way around and, and play it as aggressively as you want, which is why it's such a great match play course. And they're going to have a great time at the, at the Solheim um, in uh, September of 23. Uh, yeah. they've, hosted, they've hosted there the, the Volvo match play before uh, a number of times. Uh, so it, it's kind of known as a good match play golf course. I was just going to say that too, because especially on that backside where there are a couple, a couple of shorter par fours, where if you really, you know, if you have someone in play, if you're playing four ball and you want to take a rip at it, you can, you can do that. And there are some challenging par fours, that par five to finish down the stretch as well. Uh, it's just going to be a great match play course. And, and for all of us, you know, who are there, what I always find cool is when you play a golf course and then see the professionals play it on TV and think, you know, I, I, how, how did I play it this way and watch the pros play it, uh, the better way? I think it's just going to be a great match play test. And like you mentioned too, that hotel that we had the tour of directly after our round there, uh, a great, uh, a great experience. That's for sure. Now, hotels and great hotels were another common theme uh, during our time in Spain. We've heard about the three hotels we stayed at. And six stars, one way to put it, mesmerizing views, another way to put it, world-class amenities. TJ, you picked three unbelievable hotels that were all very different, but were all incredible. Yeah, they were very different. And in a lot of ways, um, you know, location is, is something that's, you know, was, uh, was discussed quite a bit amongst the group and, and what people would like. They were three very different locations, right? And, uh, and also different styles of hotel and different feels, right? The first one, the Westin was a kind of a bigger hotel and had some beautiful, huge rooms and great views um, up on the hill and uh, overlooking the sea. And, you know, they have a golf course there, 27 holes that right on site. Uh, so it's, it's a great spot to, you know, put yourself down for, for a few days and, um, and you can travel into town. It's only a 15 minute drive into old town Marbella. So it's not that far out. Um, and then via Padan, I was, um, you know, even a little bit further out, kind of like that romantic feel. It also had a golf course on the property. So a beautiful spot to stay and play golf, but just that building, when you walk into it, right. It had that old charm to it, you know, like it was, uh, I guess it was based on like a, an Italian villa yep. and, uh, just a beautiful spot and uh, really enjoyed staying there. But then the location of the third one was probably the best location because it was right down on the boardwalk on the sea. Uh, the Grand Melia Don, Don Pepe is a five-star hotel, a big hotel, has I think eight or it's seven or eight stories, 
but all the rooms or most of the rooms face out over the sea. Incredible views as you walk out onto your patio. They all have a, a nice little balcony. Um, and, you know, you can walk, just stumble down onto the boardwalk and walk the length of the boardwalk uh, where there's so many restaurants and cafes and, and bars and everything. And it's just an amazing spot to, to put yourself down for the week, I think. Totally. And I believe a couple of you guys actually took that walk at our last hotel before flying out uh, on our final day. Some of us might have been out a little later into the evening and took the took the mandatory rest time at, at that point. But yeah, there's so many different, you know, eating spots, like all these all these hotels had, you know, two, three, four, five restaurants inside the hotel as well. And, you know, some great, um, just great spots to sit and have a drink and talk about how good or how bad you were on the golf course or how great the views are. And that's where I'm going to next, because uh, a common theme throughout the show has been talking about the mesmerizing views that we saw and whether you're at Valderrama or Soto Grande or Finca or any of the other, other golf courses we played, we just saw a lot of mesmerizing views in Spain. And yes, we got some great weather, uh, you know, probably at 15 to 18 degrees Celsius with some wind, but we saw a lot of great views while we were there too. We did. And you know what? It's, it's a different style of golf, right? Than a lot of people are used to when they're going on an international golf vacation. A lot of people go to Ireland and Scotland where a lot of the courses are right on the sea, the Lynx golf courses. These ones aren't on the sea. They aren't on, on the ocean or on the sea. They aren't right in the water. Soto Grande is fairly close, yeah. um, but not right on it either. And, uh, but the other ones are, they're all kind of up in the hills and uh, they do provide some amazing vistas, you know, like uh, you think of the 11th green at Valderrama, you climb that par five and you get right up to the top, up to the green. And all of a sudden you look out and I don't know how many people took pictures there, or how many pictures were taken, but it's one of those spots where you're just kind of like, wow. Right. And uh, you know, all the courses provided that type of a, of a wow factor at some point during the round. You mentioned wow factor, the food, the food, the golf, the golf was unbelievable. The food was just, it took things to a whole other level. And, you know, when you go to Spain, Spain's known to, you know, maybe have dinner a little later in the evening. And, and we, and we certainly did that, you know, starting things a little later in the evening, but we had, a, you know, a number of incredibly generously hosted six, seven course meals. We had our night having tapas as well. Uh, the food experience in Spain is second to none too. I, I was blown away. I mean, I've obviously been there a few times. I love the food there. Some of the breakfast spreads are, you know, some of the best <laughs> in the world. You know, you, you get your buffet breakfast at the hotels, and the, the meats and cheeses and, and everything that they have and fruit um, is just unbelievable. So that's a great way to start the day. But yeah, some of the meals we had, some of the dinners we had, uh, we're, we're out of this world, you know, and we talk about six star again, you know, some of our meals were that way. And some of the guys were saying they were maybe the best meal they've ever had. That one at Maison Arbois, um in Old Town Mar Marbella. Um, where it's a small boutique hotel, right? A new hotel in, in the old town, only nine rooms in the hotel, which is a pretty cool little spot. And we got to eat there. And, um, and we were there with, with a group from the, from the Netherlands and pros from the Netherlands. So we took up a few tables and the table that I was at was kind of outdoor. Um, you know, we, we were sort of went through this door and, and above us, it was open. Uh, it was a bit of a chilly evening, but we were bundled up and, and, uh, and had this incredible, I think it was nine courses or something. And every course they came out and they, presented it perfectly. The gentleman who was, uh, who was presenting it told us what we were eating and paired the wines with it and everything. And unbelievable. It was just such a great meal. And then Beatrice took us on a tapas tour one night, yep. very casual, right? Just took us to a few tapas places, sat down and you just kind of grab what you want. And, and, uh, 
there were so many different uh, great uh, uh, great little tapas there, and and went with some obviously really good wines. So yeah, the the food is unbelievable there, and and obviously you know paired with some really good wines. So uh, it's definitely one of the one of the attractions to the area. The food was unbelievable. The golf was unbelievable. The company was unbelievable. TJ, uh, thank you so much for setting up this trip. Uh, it's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Hopefully get to go to Spain at some point again. And for all of our, our viewers and listeners uh, tuning in today, hopefully uh, they're calling you at Golf Away Tours to set up their Spanish adventure some point very soon. TJ, thanks for your time today. And we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks, Kelly. We'll wrap up today's Spanish travel special right here on Golf Talk Canada after the break. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Wrapping up our Golf Away Tour Spanish travel special here on Golf Talk Canada, I'm Adam Scully. What an unbelievable time it was in Spain. Five great golf courses, three unbelievable believable hotels it was a trip of a lifetime and can't wait to get back to spain at some point maybe for the 2023 solheim cup at finca cortezine just a, a great time in spain a trip that i'll quite simply never forget a for the company and and b for everyone there in spain i just want to list off the people who are on this trip uh, because many of you tuning in might know some of the you know head pro director of golf uh, where these guys are. Of course, there was TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours, Ron Judge from Golf Away Tours, and then some of the head pros and director of golf. We had Andrew Donaldson, Donovan Fraser, Jeff Long, Justin O'Leary, Matt Johnson, Mike Fudge, Roan Vollmer, Ryan Ennis, and my coworker at TSN, Michael Harrison as well. A trip I'll never forget and can't wait to get back to Spain. If you want to plan your golf trip of a lifetime, whether it's to Spain or anywhere else, golfawaytours.com. Reach out to Golfaway Tours. They're on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Go on their website. You can contact them directly there. Many thanks again to TJ Rule for this trip that I spoke so glowingly about uh, to all my friends, family when returning from Spain. And I really hope those tuning in today enjoyed learning about our time in Spain. Looking forward to getting back there at some point, hopefully in the near future. Now for us on Golf Talk Canada, it's a big time because next week we are back. Our season 12 debut next Monday, our season premiere. We're so excited to be back. There's been a lot of great stories in the world of golf so far 
this season in 2022. And for us, we've been on the road. Mark Sakino was in Hawaii for the two, first two weeks of the 2022 calendar, covering the Century Tournament champions and the Sony Open as well. Mark, Bob, and I, we were also in California. We were uh, looking at TaylorMade's new stealth line of products. And throughout the next couple of weeks on our show, we'll have some interviews about TaylorMade's newest products 2022 with the stealth line and can't wait to release that but next week as well we'll go one-on-one with the newest member of team TaylorMade Brooke Henderson yeah she signed a golf ball and golf glove deal with TaylorMade we'll have her on the show next week we'll recap what we have missed since our last live show on Golf Talk Canada that was our Festivus special before Christmas and again Thank you very much for tuning in today to our Golf Away Tour Spanish Travel Special. Again, thank you very much to TJ Rule at Golf Away Tours for setting up the trip of a lifetime. And hopefully after you listen to this show, you'll think, hey, I want to go to Spain, whether it's with a group, a couple's trip, the works. Spain is a must attend at some point to go play golf and see all the mesmerizing views and everything that's so awesome about Spain. Thanks so much for joining us. And we are back live next week for our season 12 debut on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network.